NPR. It's already been a brutal wildfire season here in the U.S. and across the globe. Our neighbors in Canada have been dealing with a record-setting series of wildfires. It's been scary at times for folks to figure out where to go and how to stay safe. Many turn to Facebook for news and information like they always do. But in some cases, it was not there. There was no information being posted and we didn't know like, oh, go to the arena, there's an evac center there, or like where the next community was. So we were basically left in the dark. That was Delaney Poitra. She was speaking to an old friend of ours, Anise Haidari, senior reporter with the CBC News. Welcome back to The Indicator, Anise. Thanks for having me, Waylon. And I talked to a number of people who had experiences just like Delaney. She's not the only one. And that's because right now in Canada, as you might have heard, We can't post news on Instagram or Facebook. And that's because Meta has decided to block Canadians from posting news after the Canadian government passed a new law. This is The Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Waylon Wong. And I'm Anise Hedari. Today on the show, what happens when news outlets who have seen big revenue drops in recent years want to get money from big tech? But big tech says no thanks. Could what's happening in Canada also happen here? We'll find out after the break. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Babson College. Discover Babson College's Master of Science and Management in Entrepreneurial Leadership Program, an intensive nine-month journey that equips recent college graduates with practical skills for today's dynamic business landscape. Tackle real-world challenges and emerge with a problem-solving mindset. Whether you choose to start your own business or innovate within a corporation, a master's from Babson will help launch your career forward. Apply today at babson.edu slash msleader. This message comes from NPR sponsor, American Express. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Posting a news story on Instagram or Facebook is easy for most Americans. Copy, paste, post, wait for the comments to roll in. (laughs) Yeah. But as we've mentioned, none of that's happening in Canada right now because our federal government, Justin Trudeau's Liberal Party, passed a law this summer, and it's called the Online News Act. His government wants to see big tech put money into news. Tech giants like Meta, even as they're making record profits, billions upon billions of dollars of profits, are refusing to make sure that media and local news get properly paid. And They're so insistent that they don't want to pay their fair share that they've decided to stop. Uh, They've decided to block access to media and journalism and local news for people across this country. So full disclosure, my employer, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, could stand to gain some money from this law. It's supposed to obligate Google and Meta to pay about 4% of their Canadian revenues and divide it between dozens of news outlets here, not just the CBC. Uh, The government has estimated that's more than $125 million U.S. from Google and around $46 million U.S. dollars from Meta. 
Uh, thanks for doing those conversions. <laughs> oh, you are welcome. I'm used to converting U.S. to Canadian dollars. Now, the law doesn't take effect until the end of this year, but Meta is already blocking all news content on its site, and Google says it plans to take similar action but hasn't yet. Yeah, so when I post links from news websites or my friends post links from news websites or my workplace posts things from news websites, a message comes up saying news content can't be shared in response to Canadian government legislation. And so talking about those awful wildfires we mentioned earlier that are happening in northern Canada, people have had to find other ways to share information. Yeah, we heard from Delaney earlier, and she lives in a small rural town called Fort Smith. Now, it is about like a 13, 14-hour drive to the nearest big city. So she often gets information about where to go from her local outlet, Cabin Radio. She told me when she wanted to share the latest updates about evacuation orders from that site, she had to manually screenshot them and then post the pictures of her screenshotted news articles. To find, like, a latest update, I'd go to, like, the Cabin Radio webpage, search through whatever I need to search through, and then I'd take a screenshot with my phone, then I would go back to Facebook and then I'd post it on there, make sure my post was public so other people could share it. And generally, I'd get a lot of shares. That is a ton of hoops to jump through. And I'm guessing there's a lot of people who are not nearly as tech savvy as Delaney is and wouldn't know how to do this. Yeah, Delaney told me all of these screenshots were really annoying for her. She wanted to make sure, though, that people saw the news if they didn't know where to go exactly. You know, maybe a government website or a news provider's website directly. You know, and as you might know, just like in the U.S., rural and indigenous communities here in Canada often rely on Facebook for their news a lot more. Right. So they're not going directly to the website of a news outlet, typing it into their browser bar. They're just going right to Facebook. Yeah, exactly. And I did reach out to Meta about this story quite a few times. And Meta maintains that blocking news content is the only way it can comply with this new law. Meta calls it a business decision, but it also says it doesn't think people rely on Facebook and Instagram for news. And Meta claims that news outlets already get, you know, financial help for the bottom line from Meta because a news outlet gets the benefit of a bigger audience when it posts on Facebook and Instagram. All right. And so the Canadian government has definitely taken their own hard line on this, right? Yeah, it has. The Canadian government is calling Metastance irresponsible. It says it's not going to adjust this law. And it is worth putting this in a little bit of context. Canada isn't the first government to try a law like this. If we go back a couple of years to 2021, Facebook blocked news in Australia after its government said that it would pass a similar law that would force Meta and Google to pay news organizations there. That standoff was averted, though, after Meta and Google pursued voluntary payment arrangements with news outlets. But in Canada, it did not go that way. Canada was the canary in the digital coal mine here. That's Greg Taylor. He teaches news media and communications policy at the University of Calgary. This was a clear effort by Meta to not just call out the government of Canada, but to warn other governments around the world who are considering similar things that they as a corporation will not back down from this. So this wasn't necessarily even about Canada. It was about the fact that these corporations, these major digital giants, feel that they are somehow above national regulation and national policy. And some of those governments around the world include one big one here in the USA. 
California. There's a bill there called the Journalism Preservation Act. Similar to the Canadian law, it could force companies like Meta to pay news outlets. They make a lot of money in the U.S., so it'll be very interesting to see how this plays out in America. And it has to do with the place of regulation and policy in an era of dominance by technological corporations. Greg's perspective is that even though Meta is a private business, it's spent years encouraging both news outlets and news consumers to use its platforms. And Greg believes that comes with responsibilities. This is not new. We've done this for radio and television in the past. These were private money-making organizations for decades. They still had public service obligations. The law in California is on hold until at least next year. It's moved on to the state Senate there, but is on pause for now. But of course, there is no pausing here in Canada. Blocked, 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 which Delaney finds incredibly irritating, although she doesn't blame Facebook, Instagram or Meta. Um, I personally blame whoever came out with the bill. <laughs> like everything was everything was perfectly fine before. And I don't see why all of a sudden it's just a problem. So she blames the Canadian government in the end. Yeah, she does. Of course, that gets into the whole debate of who should pay for news in communities everywhere, not just in Canada. Here in the U.S., so-called news deserts are growing at an alarming rate. And some point the finger at the advertising dollars that used to go to classified ads now going to companies like Meta. Yeah, but there are critics of the Canadian law here, and they say it wouldn't have done enough to address that problem regardless. Any money, if Meta and Google were willing to pay, would go to existing news outlets. It wouldn't bring back any dead newspapers, for example. And even experts here who agree that Meta and Google should pay news outlets, some of them are calling this law a policy failure and that if Canada's government had designed it better, Meta wouldn't be able to just take its news ball and go home. So uh, where are people supposed to discuss this story after it comes out? Well, I mean, you folks can post it on Facebook down in the States, and I guess my American friends can talk about it there. I'll take some screenshots for you. Yeah, I'll print some transcripts and mail them to my (laughs) friends and family. Carrier pigeon. (laughs) This episode was produced by Julia Ritchie with engineering by Sana Lafredo. It was fact-checked by Sierra Juarez. Our editor is Kate Cannon, and The Indicator is a production of NPR. NPR.